the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast, where we help agents get their first five deals. Well, hello there. This is Jen Henry, the host of the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast. And my favorite podcast are those that I get to do with some of my favorite people. And today our guest is none other than Mary Lou Dingman herself. Hi, Mary Lou. Well, hello, Jen. It's so good to be here. I am so glad you're here. It was an honor. The minute I knew that I was going to talk about the disc, I knew there was only one person that I wanted to bring on this podcast to talk to you all, our listeners, about the disc. And the reason I chose Mary Lou is because although there are a lot of disc certified people, Mary Lou has a particular passion for DISC as it pertains to the real estate industry. And she is an avid speaker and teacher on this topic as it relates to real estate agents in this industry. She works also with the locker room as an impact coach and growth partner and uh, has been a very successful coach in, the, in, in other um, offices in the past and is now really devoting herself to really training and teaching real estate agents coast to coast everything that they need to learn. So Mary Lou, is there anything I missed about your introduction you feel our read, our listeners need to know about you? No, I think that about covers it. Um, and the thing about the disc that's so fascinating is that it can help you personally and professionally. And one of the biggest rewards for me is when people walk away and say, I feel like I know myself better. And I see how this can help me at home. How does it help people at home as well, Mary Lou? How does it help? Wow. Well, we always hear that saying opposites attract, right? Well, in a lot of ways, that's true. However, the same things that attract you to someone can be the same things that drive you crazy about somebody. So even having that awareness and understanding the way people tick and what makes them tick there is no right or wrong personality type right yeah yeah nobody's smarter than anybody else nobody's you know any uh you know more talented than anyone else we all have our different strengths and i just find it so fascinating so you're out saving marriages and businesses huh mld I've, you know what? I have had people say that to me after the disc class. They're like, you know, thank you so much. Or if I'm teaching and it's in a professional setting, people are like, um, okay, so my husband is the total opposite of me or my wife is the total opposite of me. So yeah, it really does make a difference. When you understand what makes other people tick and when you respect that, and you realize they're not just doing it to work on your nerves, <laughs> then it makes a difference in everybody's life. That's that's a really beautiful way of putting that because I like the pause you put on the word respect. We can understand the differences in people, but it's when we respect those differences and understand that they're coming to the table with their own unique personality and strengths and priorities And then you add into the mix people's trauma and Uh like their their programming and everything that they've been, you can see why conflicts would arise. And I'm talking, yes, about marriage and friendships, but we're also talking about business. So let's talk about the business side of this for a moment. When I did my little podcast episode at my 
feeble attempt at talking about the disc, Mary Lou, because I did <laughs> one previously. I mentioned that it's important to understand your disc so that you can adopt a business strategy that's going to work for you first and secondarily so that you can understand really how to work with others better. So the disc being something that you're certified in and something that you understand, how have you seen the disc impact people in business? Wow. Well, I'm going to share a really quick story with everybody about what made me passionate about the disc in the first place. Love it. Um, And I'll keep it very fundamental. So I was a buyer specialist on a team, on a very high producing team. And the rainmaker leader of that real estate team was a driver and a real go-getter and uh, just very goal-focused, right? Um, And she referred two sets of clients to me who I think were maybe expecting her and her, the, her pace and the way she did everything and the way she conducted her business. Well, I have some of those qualities that she has, which is a D personality, but I'm much higher on the friendly, goofy, let's, let's build rapport, let's have fun. And that's what I came out with. And I worked on these people's nerves because they were very results oriented. So they did not see me as being really competent or professional enough to help them with their needs. And had I understood that better at that time, because I had those same things in me, but I was not letting them show, I was dialing those back to be charming. (laughs) And that's not what they wanted. And so, It took me having that happen because both sets of clients said they didn't want to work with me. And so that was really hard. They saw me as being random, unprofessional, disorganized. So that perception is reality too, right? Yeah. So that's, that was my wake up call. And I thought I understood myself before. But then once I started digging into um, the disc, then that's when I saw that you can't treat everybody equally. You can't treat people the way you want to be treated. That's the golden rule, right? The platinum rule with with the disc personality assessment is that you treat people the way they want to be treated. And when we talk about adaptability, that's what we talk about. What a powerful story, Mary Lou that you were able to take that and turn it into a lesson for you that could help expand you because I've known you for years and I will tell you, there's nothing unproductive about you. You are a person that gets it done too. You just want to have a lot of fun along the way and there's nothing wrong with that. So I kind of resent those people, but I also understand that they brought you to where you are today to help you be better at everything that you do. So I welcome that. And I know we can all learn something from what your story was and and who you are. And I'm sure that there have been people I've rubbed the wrong way with my personality style. But I love what you said, that it's not about being who you are, even though we want you to be who you are fundamentally, but you can be who you are and understand how it will be received by others. So Mary Lou, how would a person know their, find out their personality disc assessment? How would one do that? Well, so of course I teach classes 
And I love doing that all over the country. I teach individuals. I uh, can come into a certain real estate brokerage and teach it. However, um, there is a way that you can figure out somebody's personality type in 60 seconds or less. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yes, I'm sure our listeners want to know too. So please do tell me, us. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, when I got my DISC certification, this was part of that DISC certification training. So some people get so wrapped up in, oh, you know, am I a D, I, S, or C? There are there are two questions that you need to ask, and this keeps it really, really simple, okay? Is someone direct or indirect, all right? So are they direct or indirect? And think about it. A direct person is going to respond very differently. A, you and I are direct, right? And, and I hope that people that are watching or listening to this can hear that. We, we make statements and we, you know, our delivery is very direct. Someone who is indirect, it's not about confidence, right? It's just indirect. They may ask more questions. They may make more requests. Instead of saying, this is the way we're going to do it, they may say, here's what I think we should do, right? So there's direct and indirect. The direct people are going to talk more, right? They're just, if you ask for their opinion, you're going to get it. Whereas with the indirect people, you might not get it as quickly, right? So direct, yeah, so direct or indirect. So you're, you're going to pick that, right? Either are they direct or indirect. Then it's, are they guarded or open, right? Now, don't mistake, uh, don't don't confuse guarded with direct and indirect. So let's let's deal with open first. Open is the people people, right? They're going to tell you, they're going to talk. If you say, hey, tell me about your family, you're going to hear the whole thing. You and I are both open as well. We, we don't have a problem sharing uh, how we feel, right? You're going to get pictures of the kids, the dogs, the bunnies, the horses, you know, it's, it's very freely shared. They are wanting to connect on a personal level. People that are guarded are a little less likely to share. I'm not saying they don't have intimate relationships and fulfilling relationships. You're just not going to get that with the general public, right? So they're going to be a little more guarded. If you say, tell me about your family, they're most likely going to say, mm, well, we have things to get done here. So let's get those things done first. So your guarded people happen to be your task people and your open people tend to be your people people. So what happens is you will come up with two things. You can say, all right, someone is direct and they are open right? And, and then those are broken down into the personality types. Now, do you want me to, to tell what the types are? Yeah, I, I think that would be helpful. helpful. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So your direct types happen to also follow along the, the extroverted lines. So that's your, your D's and your I's, right? These are your direct types, your driver and your influencer, your doers, you know, your extroverted doers and your extroverted talkers, right? 
Then the indirect types are your S and your C's, your security stable people and your uh, compliance rule following people, right? Your scientists, your engineers, uh, your S's are your teachers, nurses, typically social workers. Those are the helpers, right? Those are the ones that support everybody else, right? So you've got the D and the I. So you've got your direct, your D's and your I's, your indirect, your S and your C's, right? So exactly. Jen, would you would you call yourself direct or indirect? I'm direct. All right. So so hold on to that. So you're direct now. Now we're going to look at the uh, guarded or the open, right? The guarded are your D's and your C's. They also happen to be the task oriented types, right? They are the people that get things done. Your D's are the entrepreneurs, your judges on Shark Tank, right? Uh, your C's are your scientists, your analysts. They're both task oriented, but your D's are going to do it with their gut. The C's are going to do it with logic. It has to make Ooh. sense before they move forward, right? I've never heard it that way before. That's right. interesting. Gut and right. Okay. Right. So your your Ds are more of the risk takers, right? And then the Cs are more of your fact base. This will work because where would we be without Cs who shot people into space and said, this is going to work? How did we That's build that? <laughs> how did we build the Hoover Dam? Right. That's I true. Mean, that gives me goosebumps thinking yeah. about that. I have a tremendous sure. amount of respect for the people that take the time to make sure everything is foolproof, right? Then you get to the people types. That's the I's, the influencers, and the S's, those stable, secure, support people, right? So would you consider yourself um, guarded or open? Now, I know for you, I don't want this to trip everybody up, but what's your first instinct to say? You know, Mary Lou, you said earlier that you thought I was open. I would probably actually categorize myself as more guarded. Now, I say that because I usually feel like I'm married to a very open person. Right. I'm nothing like him. He will share everything with everybody, and he's just free love for all. He doesn't have anything he's holding or guarding close to him. I am very much the opposite. When we're together, I feel more guarded about sharing things. It seems odd because I'm, I, I'm a public speaker and I'm doing this podcast with you and those kinds of things. But in my true self, I feel more guarded than I do open. But I think I show openness more than people know. About well, me. hold that thought. Okay. Because what you do is if we take your direct guarded, right? That puts you in the D, right? The D is the common denominator between yeah. those two. So when you find yourself waffling, you there was no waffling for you between direct and indirect. You're like, right. I'm direct. Yeah. Now you said, well, you know, yes, I'm guarded, but you know, some people would categorize, categorize you as open. So mm -hmm. then that would make you direct open, which is an I. Mm. Is that your secondary type? Probably. I think I have, when I've done the disc before, I had enough C to consider myself some C, but 
when I'm with people and it's required of me, I can be a high eye. I feel like I, I feel kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde sometimes like that. Well, that's where adaptability comes in, mm-hmm. right? But remember, if you keep it simple, you stand a pretty good chance that you're going to peg somebody's at least their number one yeah, or their top type or their secondary type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for you, it was direct mm-hmm. guarded, which mm-hmm. is D, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're, so you know what? I would encourage you to take the test again just to see how you show up. Probably time to do it again because my, my natural self, I'm, I'm probably a higher C than I let on to people. I feel like people don't want that side of me. At least that's, that's the little story I say is like, people want me to be more fun and communicative. So I show that person more, but I think in my true self, I am a lot more analytical and I want a lot more facts. And it, it actually is the thing that probably keeps my high D from rolling off into the oblivion. You know, it's, it's that, it's that balance. But anyway, I felt like that's been, I've been kind of an anomaly to myself Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I, I have never really done it through the guarded and open piece that I think that's a really interesting way of looking at that. And I think that's something that all of our listeners can do. So Mary Lou, can you recap again, just for the sake of everyone hearing it, the question and then the result, the question, and the result on both of those, just to go one more time to make sure we got it for everybody listening. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So direct versus indirect, your direct think introvert, extrovert. I hate to put those labels on, but that's, that's what will help you do that direct or indirect. And remember it's, it's about the ability and the desire to communicate quickly statements versus questions. Think of it that way. Introvert, extrovert, right? Um, So your D and your I are direct, your S and your C are indirect. Then when you do guarded and open, you're looking at the two outer types, the D and the C, right? If you're looking at it linear, the two task types, the ones who get things done. And then in the middle, it's the I and the S, the people types, the ones who will talk all day long, who you have to get back on course. So if you ask those questions, then you can pretty much figure out what that one predominant type is. So what you're doing is you're giving yourself a 50-50, you're narrowing down to a 50-50 chance that you're right. I love that. And as I'm sitting here listening to you, Mary Lou, I'm thinking about how easily it would be to implement those two questions into any customer conversation. You know, so Mr. Buyer, Mr. Seller, how do you like to be communicated with? Are you direct or indirect? Are you open or guarded? That way you can really understand who you're working with and like what their preferential way of communication and how they're going to approach the transaction. And and what I want to say, you know, the thing, the biggest difference is that D's and I, well, not the biggest difference, but one of them, D's and I's, the direct types are going to do things at a very different pace than S's and C's. And that's where things can go a little crazy. Yes. Because D's and I's are action people. And they're like, man, just move faster. Like, and once again, I want to caution everybody. Do not think that you're better or more effective because you do things faster. Oh, no, my my speed has gotten me into a lot of trouble. Amen, sister. 
Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. I mean, I've had to learn to really pause, seek advice, really like hone that a skill, a patient skill that I don't have. And so, yeah, no, I don't think quick is actually better. I think it takes both of us to really come to good, solid solutions when it comes to business, especially. And there's a, can I say one more thing? There's a quote, there's a quote from, um, Fierce conversations, relationships fail around the conversations we do not have. When we make assumptions, once again, with those two sets of clients, my assumption was, well, let me show up with charming, funny, energetic Mary Lou. They wanted to take care of business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. So, so challenge your assumptions about. Well, it's challenging really who you are when you go into a situation. Show up, show up authentically. Yes. There is a way to, on a short-term basis. Yes. Now, I don't want to use the word dampen, but put your put some of your tendencies in a safe space and, and turn on what someone else needs you to be in the short term. You have to. You have yes. to. I mean, I... I do it all the time, you know, and I know that, and I, I remember learning this disc and thinking, okay, I remember getting, learning this and getting on a call with a guy. He was an internet lead that came in and he was super direct on the call. I could tell, I could tell that he didn't want to chit chat. I used a script on him that was direct and to the point that felt very harsh for my natural tendencies. And I tried it out on this guy who I didn't know, total stranger, I had nothing to lose. And he responded and he was like, yeah, actually I do. That man ended up being a multimillionaire that ended up buying and selling probably five properties with us because mm-hmm. he told me he liked my approach. And I'll tell you, it took a little guts to kind of come at him with that script. And so the script was simply something along the lines of, he said something about, I had a lot of questions for him. And I said, do you want an agent that's going to get the job done or just want an agent that's going to have fun? And he was like, oh, okay. Like he respected my directness back to him. And that was when it changed for me that it's okay to step outside of who you are for a moment to be what someone needs you to be. As long as you're being authentic to yourself along the same time. And I imagine Mary Lou, that when you do this for a length of time, it probably is exhausting. Well, and that's what I tell people too, is that yes, it is. And and it shouldn't be long-term. And getting back into the personal side of relationships, when you when you hear someone say, if a marriage falls apart or a relationship falls apart, and they say, I became something different, I lost who I was. Yeah. It, you know, I I became something else to make somebody else happy. That's when adaptability becomes unhealthy. It goes too far. Yes. So yeah. remember. We're not meant to adapt for our lifetime. It, adaptability is, is for certain situations. You can be true to who you are, and yet still meet people where they are yeah. and understand their point of view and where they're coming from. And at the very minimum, understand how they'll view you and understand that if there's a trait or personality style that just doesn't mesh, that it isn't about you, that it's about the fit. Yeah. Well, 
you know, Mary Lou, Melissa Cruz, you know, Melissa, yes. she's our uh, uh, director of agent development here at Game Changer Realty. She's having us read this book right now, Make Difficult People Disappear. I'll be sharing more on this book, but she and I are doing a little book study in this. And because we want to understand really how to be better. And, you know, making difficult people disappear is not about making them go out of your life. It's just about learning to see them for who they are. And one of the quotes that I got in this book that I highlighted is this. People are, and I'm reading it, people are not typically difficult on purpose. I agree. They believe They believe they have reason to become difficult when we expect them to be and treat them differently than they are naturally and authentically. So if you're being challenged with a difficult person in business, look at it and say, what is it about this situation that's challenging them to be not who they are? Understanding first who they are, what is their style and the, to the best of your ability without interrogating them. And then learning how to maybe change your communication style, how to approach them with a different approach, you know, a communication style or a different methodology when it comes to presenting facts or, or, or um, decisions they have to make. So I'm going to read it again because I think it's important. People are not typically difficult on purpose. Okay. They believe they have reason to become difficult when we expect them to be and treat them differently than they are naturally and authentically. That's a quote by Monica, Monica Wooford, who is the author of the book, Make Difficult People Disappear. So I think that that is a really great way of explaining why the disc is important. And Again, for all of our listeners, this entire month in this series that we've been in is about knowing yourself really well. When you know yourself better, you can relate to others better. Amen. When you know yourself better, you don't take things so personally because it is 99% of the time not about you. Now, there may be an occasion where it's about you. You make a mistake. Somebody just don't want to work with you in a discussion. But most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. And so we just have to look at this whole getting to know yourself better and understanding that it is for the purpose of you, but it is for the purpose of the interpersonal relationships yep. and business is interpersonal relationships. Yes, it is. So, um, Mary Lou, thank you so much for sharing your insights. I could talk to you about this so much more. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I mean, we could, we could do this for three hours. We could. It's just absolutely fascinating how we're all created so differently and with such unique skills. And, you know, like I started at the beginning of this series, I said, not everybody is your people, right? The ones that are, will be, and the ones that won't, it's okay. Let them go. Be okay with being authentically you with adaptation as necessary for the people that are in your life so that you can connect with people and meet them where they are. At the end of the day, this is leadership. Leadership is is about meeting people where they are and helping them where they're at. And that means we have to change it even again on the temporary adapt to this communication or style this person needs and wants from us. If we're going to step up to the leadership role that they're expecting of us. So anything else, Mary Lou burning in your heart, you want to share about the disc? Well, how much time do we have? No, I'm kidding. I know. (laughs) I know. Like I say that you go like, okay, I got another hour. Yeah, I just want to make sure that people understand and that you get this from this. Be who you are. Be authentic. This is, we're not talking about changing who you are. Adaptability is something very different. 
It is short term. And it's really just understanding someone else's point of view. Right. That's right. Yeah. It's not compromising your standards. Right. It's not compromise. It's not creating undue expectations of yourself. It's even, it's just acknowledging differences and to go back to the very beginning of what you said with an exclamation point, respecting the difference. Yes. Not pushing your agenda and being ultra mindful of your emotional impact on others. Like your story, your story, Mary Lou, you had an emotional impact on someone nine times or more out of 10 MLD, Mary Lou, you have a positive emotional impact. In this case, there was a negative emotional impact and that you were unaware of. They and were, it, yep. They were D's and C's. Oh, yeah. So, so they were I all just them the wrong way. Just all wrong for them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, when I look back at it, I can laugh. Sure. It did not feel good at the time. I can only imagine it. That stings hearing it for you. <laughs> and it was money. Oh, and it cost and you we, money. Yes. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. It so lesson me, very learned. Yeah. It cost me two commissions on pretty nicely priced homes. Wow. Well, that was the price of your education, Mary Lou, because I imagine that from the lessons you've learned, you've gained a lot more. Yes, I have. Beautiful. And I'm grateful for it. That's right. And that, my friends, is growth. And that, my friends, is self-awareness. So with that, we will conclude this time together, Mary Lou. It is an honest and serious pleasure. I mean, just straight up having you on my podcast is an honor. And I just thank you for all of your genius that you bring to our listeners. If anyone wanted to connect with you, what would be the best way to do that, Mary Lou? Well, I would say a couple of ways. Um, Email MLD, like Mary Lou Dingman, MLD at TLRNation.com, which is TLR, the locker room nation.com. I'm also on Facebook. Um, Put the M and the L together. In other words, Mary Lou, no space in between. Last name is Dingman, D-I-N-G-M-A-N, like Dingbat with man on it instead. Oh my gosh, you've never heard that before. I love it. And for yeah. those of you that have heard me reference her as MLD, it's because that is her, for those that know her and love her, MLD is the shortened version of Mary Lou. Mary Lou is an OG, straight up, honest, awesome person. Anybody that needs to get to know her. You want to know more about the locker room. You want to know more about the disc. Mary Lou is your person. We'll also go ahead and put those links in our show notes, as well as Mary Lou, you said you had a resource for the DISC assessment. Is that right? Yes, I do. Um, I do have a resource and make sure we put it in there. But um, the site, it's Crystal Knows, like the name Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L Knows, K-N-O-W-S, Crystal Knows. Crystalknows.com. Yeah. And um, yeah, great way to take a free assessment and get kind of a description of what all of it means. Wonderful. We'll put all those in the descriptions of our, of this podcast. If you want to check those out again, uh, it is my honor to lead this podcast and, and, and host this on a regular basis for all of our listeners. We hope that you will continue to listen, gain knowledge, insights, and always, always let us know how we're doing. We appreciate your feedback until next time. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our library of great resources for you at GameChangerRealty.com.